Welcome to Detox with Allison. Oh shit, we're recording. You are the best podcast naming person. <laughs> this is the show where we sit down with comedians and other funny people, make them take their vitamins and ask them about their life or whatever else we get into. Let's hope Charlie got it right this time. Detox is produced and sponsored by Big Laugh Comedy. Big Laugh Comedy is changing the world one comedy experience at a time. Big Laugh Comedy is the first ever company that provides you with a complete comedy experience, from live shows throughout Texas in Austin, San Antonio, San Marcos, and Fort Worth, to comedy news and everything in between. If you're looking to laugh your ass off with some of the best comedians in the world, or you want to know what your favorite comedian is up to, you need to visit Big Laugh Comedy at blcomedy.com. Get exclusive content and first dibs on tickets by becoming a VIP for free. Go to blcomedy.com slash VIP dash list. Detox with Allison is also sponsored by MSW Vitamin Lounge and MSW Nutrition. MSW Vitamin Lounge is located in Austin and it's the best place to get your vitamin IVs, shots, and health consults. It's also where we record the episodes, so that's pretty cool. If you can't make it to Austin, MSW Nutrition puts the best nutrients possible into their supplements to bring a little bit of the lounge to wherever you are. The boost drinks we're always sipping on on this show are just one of their awesome and effective products. Trust me, I use a ton of them. Go to mswnutrition.com and use the code DETOX, that's D-E-T-A-L-K-S, to save 15% on all your supplementation needs from MSW Nutrition. And if you're in Austin, I hope to see you at the Vitamin Lounge. Flee. Two, flee. two, one, zero. Let's go. Woo! So, what cats always do, they have claws. Is he hopping into stand up right now? <laughs> Omar, you're a stand up comedian. <laughs> no, I'm not seeing on anything. Oh, um, hold on. I'll be right back. He'll All be right, right back. Okay, we're, this is Detox with Allison, but Omar is taking over the show. Um, this is a cat. He brought pictures. Well, my dad brought this. He came more she, prepared than she, probably any podcast okay. ghost guest you've ever please, had. Yes. Please be quiet. <laughs> now you can hear yourself. What? And Isn't that cool? And you can hear us. Okay. <laughs> this is yours headphones. You better put them on. Or yours. <laughs> I'm uh, not even doing this. Omar. Who are you? <laughs> hey? It's not funny. No, hey, Omar, it is. Who are no, you? No, it is. Okay, put Just, your headphones on. Okay. Ooh. Who are you, Omar? Omar? You know what I am. <laughs> I have a shirt about the moon. I mean... Are you an astronaut? No, I'm not. Whoa. Okay. The, Don't okay, ask something the, stupid like that. There, there's yeah. definitely dumb Why questions. Why did you say a cuss word? Stupid? That's a cuss word. Oh, yeah. We're not allowed to say that here. Is your um, family religious, Omar? They know. Yep. It's on your ear. <laughs> I'm sorry, Omar. Who okay. are you, Omar? Uh, what's your relationship with Allison? It's not even funny. Are you guys dating? What's going on? Is this your girlfriend? We, no. We no. work together. We work together. That's right. Okay, raise your hand if you have a question about this cat. Uh, want... Let's go with you first. Okay. 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 Uh, what do you like about this? Well, so I thought I was the one with the question about the cat. <laughs> you 
you're the one first, and you're going to let her go second. You're gaslighting me, Omar, as the, as the women would say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right here, since... Okay, Look, I know a lot about cats. Omar, can I tell you something? I uh, grew up okay, uh, okay, in a okay, crib. Okay, okay. No, Omar, I'm telling you something. So you, so you have to have the headphones. Oh. When I was a baby, uh, in my crib was like four cats sleeping Wait, stop, around me stop, at all stop, times. Stop, 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 stop. No, it's a good story, Omar. I should stop. <laughs> it's just trust me on this one. Oh. You know what? It's funny about that. Have you ever heard of a? a child accidentally getting like smothered by cats yes, in the I crib. I talk to you about that on this okay. episode because I've heard this story <laughs> okay, from okay, you. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. This is going to happen. I don't know why. Wait. Let's talk about this cat. <laughs> the cat has sharp teeth right here. Yeah. Right here. It's a kitten. Don't hold it. It's a kitten, yeah. It's a kitten. Have you ever been bitten by a cat? No. Okay. Have you been licked by a cat? No. Do you have a pet cat? Yes. Her name's Dee Dee. And it's never licked or bit you? No. Oh. But it does run away if you chase her. Well, that's oh. good survival Pretty instinct. natural. It's not okay. My um, mom gets on to us when we chase the cat. This is like doing a podcast with Jason okay, Rouse. Okay, he will okay, not okay, let okay, you finish okay, the story. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> this is worth Play the Rouse this? clip of him. <laughs> so boring. Listen now. It's the same thing. Okay. This is my curse. I can't do a podcast in Austin, Texas without you. Right. <laughs> exactly. You're killing it. Eh, 25 years. What do I know? <laughs> Oh, 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 your boss just called. Oh, shoot. It's not your show anymore, Omar. Uh oh. Sounds like you need help in the lounge. Or sounds like they need help in the lounge. Why do I need help? Because you're the boss, Omar, clearly. Thanks, Thank Omar. Thank you, Omar. Yay, Omar. <laughs> Thank you. Great time. Oh, great Omar. Timing. Omar got uh, Charlie's mic. What a great start to the cast. <laughs> Thank you, Omar. What a great start. To the cat. <laughs> he is a uh, he is MSW Lounge's owner's son. Thank you. Nice. Yeah. He knows the code. Nice. Knows the code. Cool. He's a very smart kid. Uh, if you didn't know, Omar just leaned his head in and says, "When am I getting paid?" Yeah. <laughs> <He> wanted. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Brett. Um. Okay. Well, we'll see if we keep that beginning. I think that was pretty. Uh. I do think we need to splice that with Jason Rouse because striking similarities. Yeah, well, that's the footage that will never be aired, right? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> All right. Um, making it awkward with the guests in the first 10 minutes. Um, cheers. Welcome to Detox with Allison. Mm -hmm. Spilling this drink already. I'm too drunk. Um, You're loaded. Loaded. Omar just got me going, dude. I like Omar. He's uh, How old is Omar? I think he's like six or seven. He's kids, a star already. Kids smart. Can I tell you, I... Uh, went on the road with a six-year-old comedian till he was nine. That's not bullshit. It's not bullshit. This is <laughs> insane. This kid, Dominic LaBelle is okay. his name. He is the son of a comedian, uh, Chris LaBelle, okay. in Canada. He was the youngest comedian in Canada at six. Yeah, I would hope so. He had five minutes. He was cute. He wore a little bow tie. <laughs> he looked like little Stuart Little on stage. And he'd make jokes about... 
you know, um, daddy's, the house smells like daddy's farts. <clears throat> and you would do an Italian impression. A gabagool, gabagool. But right. when a six-year-old does it, it crushes. It's super cute, yeah. He would get the audience to chant his name, Dominic, Dominic. But he, not from his material. He would just start going, Dominic, Dominic. <laughs> Dominic. They would be like, okay, I guess. Like, we don't want to crush this kid's uh, soul. But one night they did in Salmon Arm. Which is a so yeah, I know. salmon arm. So used to my Canadian podcast where I can just drop salmon arm and everyone's oh, like, salmon oh yeah, bud. oh okay. yeah, bud, halfway to fucking Saskatoon. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> salmon arms in British Columbia. Okay, and uh, it was a road gig, which is hilarious that I'm on tour with a six year old and his father, and at one point I'm opening for the six year old. No, I'm going on before him. <laughs> Because I'm technically the host. I'm the right. MC of the show. I'm opening for him. But we hit this gig and whatever happened, the audience didn't chant his name. And he gets off and he sits on the couch. And we're like, hey, good job, buddy. He's like, no, not good job. You guys had good sets. I didn't. <laughs> again, again, song. him already watching our sets because he goes on after us. Right. That's hilarious. <laughs> you guys opened the show fine. I couldn't close it. <laughs> And he was really upset. He's like, they wouldn't even chant my name tonight. And it was so heartbreaking. And then we still, because he's six and cute, we give him a tip jar. Right. Usually a mug, a see-through mug that says tips on it. Right. And we send him around the audience. Well, because people will give him the money. $300 cash in tips we got from that gig. And he bombed. What the fuck? It was incredible. I need to hire Omar to go on the road. Yeah. <laughs> That's why when I came in, I a star. I was like, yeah, we can use this. <laughs> you saw how uh, he grabbed that microphone and just immediately <laughs> stand up. The stage presence. Yeah. <laughs> He's ready to go. He got right into his material too. Yeah. No, keep it going for your host bullshit. He brought a, he brought a photo to display of the topic. He, he is a prop comic. Yeah. Again, more <laughs> prep than any guest in the history of detox probably honestly right? yeah no I, most of the people come in here and they're like what's this podcast about i'm like I, I, it's about you i just want to talk to you <laughs> thanks for looking it up i guess yeah <laughs> just get into weird stories like touring with six-year-olds his yeah. last set he did when he was nine he bombed he just walked by omar just walked by. omar gets sorry this is like cutting you off but omar definitely can like get really angry so he's already got the prima donna in him as as well if you don't, if you don't fulfill his rider, that kid will blow up on you. I'm looking at him right. Is oh, he making boy, faces he just at looked you? Oh, oh no! He just, he was staring into the horizon. Like, oh no! And then he just <laughs> from horizon. Ding, He's just, just like I see dead people. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yeah, I see some Dominic LaBelle in him for sure. And then what's gonna happen is yeah, like their emotions get crushed very easily, as we just saw. Yeah. And. Uh, he so is that why he quit touring at nine? Yeah, he, he laid down a stinker like in front of his mom too. And uh, and that was it. And but, mom was like, that's but, it. I'm not driving you to comedy practice anymore. I'm not letting you stay with your father anymore. Was the, <laughs> because, he's like, turning you into him. Yeah. Like his dad was running out of material. So he's like, uh, I'll write for you. Oh, no. He speaks like this. <laughs> he does. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but his best show. Let's talk about the greatest shows Dominic LaBelle ever did. Yes. One time at a bar, 17th Avenue, Calgary, the Red Mile, as okay. it's called. Okay. It's kind of like your 6th Street, All just right. with way less shootings <laughs> and homeless people. <laughs> well, you guys right? aren't allowed to have either of those things. Right. No fun in Canada. Mm -hmm. So he, uh, he's on stage and he's going way over his time. He's like eight minutes in. 
He, that's almost double his time. His dad is lighting him. Right. And has to walk right up to the stage with the phone and go, hey, Dominic. Get off. Your time's up. <laughs> and he goes, no, daddy, I'm not done yet. This is my time. He goes, no, no. He goes, you're, it's, you're, you're not ruining my night. You're, it's, you're taking into the next comedian's time. It's right. Brett. Brett's waiting to go on. This is all a conversation happening in front of the crowd. <laughs> you're taking Brett's time. Then he just looks over to where I'm standing and he goes, yeah, but look at his shirt. Roof explodes. I get destroyed. I was wearing a stupid shirt. It was. It said The Rock Penitentiary, and I just liked it because it said The Rock. Right. Yeah, I'm The Rock. (laughs) I'm muscular. No, I. uh, I got roasted by this kid, and then he's like, "Thank you, good night." He rides that wave. I got to go on next. He walks right by me. I watch him walk to the back of the room, climb up on a bar stool. And start chatting some girl up at the bar with a soda water during my set. And he's, he's talking. like eight or nine. Yeah. And I'm like, look at this asshole. Right? <laughs> Hitting on my girlfriend at the bar right. after my set. Just roasted me. <laughs> he's done some incredible uh, things. And now he's like, man, you see how children just change. They go from like cute to like an asshole so quickly. Like, yeah. He's like an MMA fighter Guido now. Like full on. How old is he I'll now? I'll fight you in a Popeye's chicken sort of. What is like, he like 12 now? Uh, he's fourteen. He's four- <laughs> His voice is deeper than mine. He's gonna beat the. Sh- he's gonna see this clip and beat the shit out of me. Yeah, you can't go back home after this. And I do go to Popeye's Chicken, so he will find me there. <laughs> that's oh, I was gonna ask you for some of your craziest road stories, but I feel like that's one of them. I was gonna ask you what chicken do you prefer. That yeah. was gonna be. And <laughs> <laughs> what do you order when you go to Popeye's? That, okay, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Let's get into it. So the spicy Delta Mini, it's called. Now you're not gonna see the word Delta on the menu, but that just makes their job easier because that's their code. That's employee lingo. Oh. A delta is how they uh, distinguish from the big chicken sandwich to the little chicken sandwich, okay? Is delta big or little? The delta variant. Oh, that's so delta, weird. So it's, yeah. So they go delta and it just cleans things up. Now, why you order that? Because it's $1.99 for a smaller spicy chicken sandwich. And if you get two of them, it's bigger than the than $5. The so for $4, you're getting a bigger one than the five. Popeye's hacks. Now, that's Canadian. I don't know about your audience is going to fact check that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone let us know. Please check it out. Um, I don't even know if they have the Delta variant in the U.S. yet. That's the whole thing, right? producers just pointed to each other like Google that. I think <laughs> yeah, they're Gary, actually trying to get to the bottom of this Gary right and Charlie are notorious for ordering fast food and bringing it into this health clinic every single time we record. Oh, is that what they're doing? <laughs> Gary's going to go get Popeye's. We will get real-time updates on this. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it works. <laughs> we'll be recording this episode. Smell of Popeye's chicken in the vitamin lounge. <sighs> How was your week? What did you get up to this week? Um, you know, the usual. We're yeah. just uh working on this podcast. I I don't even talk about that shit on this episode like on this podcast really. I do marketing for a bunch of different people, so it's like balancing of figuring out comedy stuff plus marketing things. Marketing other people and then taking time to market yourself. Exactly. It's a lot of like <sighs> Yeah. Like, quite honestly, last night I just was like, I'm going to smoke weed and do nothing. <laughs> like, nice. I, I need to do that for a night. It's called Self-Care Sunday. <laughs> it is Self-Care Sunday on a Tuesday. You know, you got to do it whenever. I can't stand these women doing the Self-Care Sunday post no. with their legs in the bath. Oh, my God. No, I'm just like, bitch, take care of yourself when you need it. Don't post about it. That's kind of ruining it, right? It's just taking a bath. It's called washing. (laughs) I do that, too. Being clean. I do that all days of the week. Dude, 
I didn't know it was such a thing. Okay, tell me if this is you because I don't want to target you if you're going to get offended. I won't get Do offended. Do you scrub your legs in the shower? Yes. Okay. There's like a ton of people who don't. Like it's They don't a, even wash their legs? No, like they'll literally like scrub and then they'll just let it rinse down and they're like, oh, oh like, no, that's clean. Men do that with their feet especially. Yes, yeah. yes. Because they're I, probably too like fat to go on one foot at a time in the shower <laughs> without getting a concussion. Right? Yeah, that's the problem. Well, there's we are like 50% obesity in America now. Easily. Yeah. Slobs. So all of, <laughs> all of us. Dude, that video you posted on Instagram the other day of that lady after the show where she was just like, you Canadians, you just know you're so much better than us. So good. How, okay, let's get into that. Okay. Like, when did you start secret, secretly recording people? <laughs> question. Like, because it's like a thing that you do and you're good at it. That's also the upsetting part. (laughs) There's going to come a time where I'm not going to be able to do it because, well, maybe there's not going to come a time. Maybe that's wishful thinking that I'm going to be popular enough that people are going to know who I am before (laughs) I start recording them. But for fan interactions and stuff after the show like that. Yeah. I thought of like doing a segment like after the show, you come out to the parking lot, the parking lot hang. Because as you know, a lot of times... That's where the biggest laughs are had. Oh, yeah. after a show in the parking lot. For sure. You can bomb your stage set, but crush in the parking lot. <laughs> or vice versa, right. you know? And sometimes the parking lot hang goes so good with uh, fans. And in this case, it was great because the first words out of her mouth were, as a feminist? <laughs> and I went, oh, hold on. And I had to hit record. I went, what? Right. sorry, what was that? <laughs> oh, one more time? As a feminist. What? What's, as a feminist, here we go. Well, okay, the fact that you got her to pause so that you could start filming and then she still didn't notice you filming. Part of the craft, yeah. That's that's upsetting. With recording, you know, and now so my secret recordings, they're all on Instagram. They're of, you know, street people. Now, this is where it gets a little dicey. Some people are offended that I would uh, exploit maybe a (laughs) a homeless person is how they would put it. right? Right. But genuinely, the guy has a crazy-ass story. Right. And he's whacked out on drugs in the middle of the street. So the camera captures what the camera captures. Right. And also, to be clear, like, most states are single-party consent states. So you don't need their permission to film it. Single-party consent? Basically, like, one person in the party involved needs to know the recording is happening, which is the dumbest law. So you know the recording is happening, so you're allowed yeah, to do it. but apply that to a rape and tell me that's okay. Oh, yeah, it's not, but that's what the law she is. Party I, was <laughs> I just don't it. want people to be like, oh, he's fucking intruding on privacy by doing this. No, like, you're legally allowed to do that. Yeah, and then, like, especially if it's an outside or a public place, yeah, right? Yeah, Look, I'm not worried about the legalities of it. Um, yeah, I know. I never want to, like, I never post someone that's, like, inebriated and not making any sense. Right clothes are falling off and shit like that, then that's, like, degrading. But if it's, like, us, you know, a rougher gentleman on the street who I happen to eat my lunch next to, which is often, like... (laughs) Seriously, I I have no street people, whatever you want to call them. Like, they have great stories, and they came... They didn't get... They weren't born on the street. Right. They wound up there. Right. And the story is amazing. Like, so, uh... Yeah, I, I, I guess I'm just trying to cover my ass a little bit, but, uh... I'm just saying, like, a lot of these conversations I record are very, like, that's what interests me. I don't want to hear about the weather. I don't want to hear about this bullshit small talk. Right. Like, if you skinned a rattlesnake in the desert and made a hat out of it, and you killed the rattlesnake by spinning it around and making it dizzy, (laughs) I'm quoting, like, a guy I talked to. Like, 
that's the most interesting thing in the world to right. me. So it would be a shame not to share it. Yeah. With the world. And this woman that came up after the show, she got shared with the world. And she had a problem with the female comic that was at the end of the show. Right. She's like, as a feminist, like, I didn't like her vagina jokes. <laughs> her labia hanging on the ground. That's bullshit. Right. She said. She was, I'm 58 and my labia is tight. <laughs> I died when she said that. I turned to the husband. I go, can you confirm? And he nods. <laughs> and yeah, she's like, you're so Canadian. You guys just think you're... Kept doing this with her hand. You guys are so... <laughs> well, she said, you guys just know you're better than us. And yeah. I'm like, well, you just admitted that. Yeah. The the Canadians are better, I guess. Oh, it was a beautiful piece. <laughs> she ha- she commanded it greatly. And in that case, a lot of people want me to do these streeters with these people and like be the one interviewing them right. and stuff. And it's like, no, I'm not a part of the piece. I'm not the headliner. I'm not the right. star of this piece. They are. How do I follow that? Yeah, you could never have scripted something better than that. Yeah. She gave you exactly like a minute's worth of ridiculous... But, like, very That's opinionated right. shit mm-hmm. that you could not have told. Like, you couldn't have actually been like, can I, Can you please tell me that again? Yeah. You know? Because if she knew you were recording, it wouldn't have been that authentic or funny. Yeah. Pull up the Instagram, Brad Forte. That's the last video or one of the last videos posted. You can check that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, you usually call them, like, stories that matter, stories right? Stories that matter. Because that's what matters to me. Right. That is a story that matters. Yeah. Like, I always, I thought you were doing that name ironically at first when I started seeing them. Some of it seems ironic because it's ridiculous shit like what she said. But like you said, if you're talking to a homeless person and they give you this insane story about why they're on the street, it could still be like a more insightful story. It is still very ironic. Right. (laughs) Oh, guys in their underwear standing on top of shipping containers saying that the world thinks they're a pervert. And I'm like, well, yeah, dude, you got to put some pants on. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, that was a great one. He had ink all over his hands. He had stolen some printer, printer cartridges. He thinks the world thinks he's a pervert. Oh, he woke up with a tan. He's like, they had me for two weeks. I woke up with a tan. What? <laughs> that was very interesting. Was he being held captive somewhere? I, we don't know. We don't. That was that's a case I never fully wrapped up. To right. be honest, that one gets to me. I think about that one. That's but, so uh, weird. You, the stuff that you stumble upon. Like, do you just try to go out, like, wherever you're at? You just go out and, like, explore and see what you can run into? Yeah, I, I guess to see. Yeah, okay, all right. So here's a good way of describing it. Usually when people are walking and they hear something, some crazy sound, yeah. someone shouting or whatever, they go the opposite way. Right. I am a tra- I'm like, oh, what's, what's, what's the action? Yeah. yeah. Let's figure out what the action is. And uh, so, yeah, I'll record... Far more than you ever see on the internet. There's right. a lot of duds. Right. And uh, I just say yes to things. Been saying yes to some weird shit here. Yeah. Well, I wanted to get into that too. Let's get into it. Like, so you've been in Texas for almost a month now? Uh, like probably 37 days. Okay. Days. Yeah. Okay. So you're staying here with your friend Jason Rouse or Immortal Enemy Was. Jason. Now I'm uh, staying Airbnb. somewhere else. Yeah, I okay. graduated. Graduated. I nice. did my time. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh oh. Omar's oh shit! Back. Oh yeah, your picture is right here, Omar. Here we go. He's got to go to another podcast. There we go. Do you have another podcast to get to? Yes, later. <laughs> <laughs> he was not happy with us. That's his notes. That's his set. <laughs> That's his set list. He's it's go the picture a of the cat. Yeah. <laughs> God, there's this uh, there's this comedian named MK Paulson who started here and lives in LA now. 
And uh, whenever he looks at his set list, he like, always says, oh, this isn't my set list. It's just a bunch of swastikas or <laughs> like something similar. That's, That's that good. just reminded me of. Yeah. Um, okay. So your time in Austin, did you like, why'd you come down here and... To do this show. Just specifically this show. This one. I, I'm not covering cost of your airline ticket, by the way. No, but you did my IV. You covered the cost of my IV. <laughs> That's true. We can get you another one, too. We yeah, just I want to jack booked. the, what's that special ingredient? NAD plus. Yeah, because yeah. I heard Rogan talking. He's like, it was really tough on me. It is. And I was like, I didn't feel a thing, so I must have had such a low dosage. Yeah. Or I'm just fucking way tougher You're than Joe Rogan. You're just fucking jacked. Yeah. Just move over, Rogan. I think Rogan. Joe Rogan might be a fucking pussy, <laughs> is what I think. We're going to call him out right now. Yeah. Joe Rogan, challenge to an NAD duel. Yeah. Because we're going to see who can finish this fucking IV first. He's kind of the unofficial mayor of this town. A little bit. Him, Alex Jones, and Willie Nelson. <laughs> Just three guys stoned out of their mind. Most of Austin would be very mad at you for calling Alex Jones one of the mayors. <laughs> well, well, you can argue all you want, but one side of the uh, political landscape That's loves true. Them. That's true. The, the three of them are just, like, so influential that it's, like... They're your Mount Rushmore. Maybe Matthew McConaughey, Matthew Alex McConaughey. Jones, uh, Joe Rogan, and Willie Nelson is your Mount Rushmore. And you guys would build it bigger because you're assholes. You yeah, because we're technically... Someone's Rushmore. told you that our capital's bigger than the U.S. one, right? Everyone's, Everyone's told, told you that. that yeah. Okay. Capitals okay. bigger than the <laughs> and it's made out of Texas pink granite, which isn't gay, you know. Oh, yeah, that's a new it's fact. Pink granite. If you go up close, pink granite. Texas pink granite. It's but it's not gay because it's Texan. Okay. Yeah. Te Texas pink granite phone. <laughs> yeah, that's that's about the color actually. Yeah. <laughs> but um. You laughing at my pink phone? I I'm not laughing at it. I'm laughing with it. You got a problem with my iPhone seven? No. Well, the fact that it's a 7 a little bit, it's kind of upsetting. How is this still working? Is the software, like, slow? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to degrade my guests on the show. Well, you have. You have. I, ju I just did. Um, you wanted to talk about your time in Texas. This thing is, like, four years old. <laughs> I don't know why you would assume it stops working. I don't drop it on the ground, okay? Because I'm an adult. Okay. I, hold it. I don't have a phone case I know either. I look like a bitch that drops and cracks every single one of her phones. No, you don't. Um, no, you don't. You do not give off ditzy at all. Okay, good. But you do? No, oh, I don't. Okay, I was going to say I've done it with one phone ever. It's embarrassing seeing women's... And when I say women's, you mean usually women. It's usually women. And maybe it's because you hang the purse off the same arm and it... Or I think a lot of women think that they can get away with the no case thing and then they're clumsier than they expect and yeah. or they get drunk downtown and they fall and drop it. That's it. Or they put it here and yeah. they bend over yeah. or they put it in their back pocket. They go to take a shit and it falls in the toilet. Yes. Okay. Yes. Heard about that one. Yeah. Uh, and the front pocket's too shallow to hold anything. Mm -hmm. So you just can't even. Mm -hmm. You just can't even. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if I see a woman's phone uh, just spider webbed. Right. And let's say, for instance, I'm a doctor. <laughs> I'm at a, let's say, uh, a hospital. Mm -hmm. And the woman in question with the broken phone is giving birth. I'm not letting her take that baby home. Because <laughs> you think she's going to drop the baby? If you can't hold on to six inches of metal and plastic. Right. <laughs> you don't get a human. You don't get a human. That's Come back a with, a, with a nice phone. Right. Show me something seven or higher <laughs> with no cracks. 
You can have the kid. Dr. Brett. <laughs> is, it is it unreasonable? It's Charlie, not unreasonable. Charlie agrees. You guys can ban abortions, yeah, but you can't ban <laughs> early, like, term of the child. Like, ownership of the child. I don't know what the word is there. Uh, oh, custody? Yeah. Like, custody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, are you, so if a woman comes in with a, like, bent-ass phone, mm -hmm. and she's in labor, yeah. she doesn't get that baby for three months until she can, like... I don't know the term. I haven't thought about how long okay. we keep the kid because I know it is necessary for the kid to be bonded with the mom. Maybe right. mom doesn't. Maybe they both don't get to leave the hospital. Oh, so They're, mom's just trapped. Yeah. <laughs> she has to do like phone lifting exercises every single day. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Prove that she's strong enough. Or just grip the phone out. You know, it's not the phone I'm trying to preserve. It is the, the baby. baby. We got to grip the baby out. We got to put the baby in like a... Sticky suit. Sticky suit. <laughs> now we're getting something. We're getting there. Now this the is a new product. Sticky suit. Almost a phone case for your baby. Dude. You drop your baby. <laughs> oh, dude, we're coming up with something here. You get to Austin and you start a startup immediately. That's so Austin. <laughs> we Holy need a think shit. tank stat. Holy shit. <laughs> Oh no! I've become the problem. You, are, I think you were already the problem. The minute a comedian comes into this town, is they're the problem. Oh, I, I talked to uh, Rent the other day too. You I, you I said, "What's to your rent?" Oh That's no, so Austin. Oh no. I said, "Yeah, the prices are going up." Like, oh, let me talk about the real estate market in this new town, dude. The housing boom. I don't know if it's <laughs> Boomtown, dude. Oh my god. Well, it's still better than California, I guess. Oh no. And then the 20 Californians standing around you at the time. Right. I'll go, oh, what? <laughs> dude. <laughs> They're so surfer. Like, they have to act that part when they come here. What the fuck? They're always just like, I just hate that weed's illegal here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's no beaches. They do the voice so well. And I guess we Canadians, we get called out all the time for our voice. I don't feel like I have a. You don't really have much of an accent. It's the way you say your O's sometimes, but it's similar to how get much out I... of here. I say out. Yeah, yeah. Like instead of oot, <laughs> I don't say oot. You don't. And everyone tries to make me believe I say oot. <laughs> you but... say sorry, sorry. <laughs> o U, because I respect U's. You don't. But is it sorry? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, yeah. I mean, I was going to compare your Canadian accent to how much my Texan accent comes through. It's just every once in a while. Yeah, yours creeps in just a bit. Yeah, yeah. just a little bit. And so did... Uh, Omar? Omar. Did he have one, really? It felt like a little bit. He, I mean, he's, he's such a cute kid. He definitely is going to rule this city in like 20 years, though. He'll be on Mount Rushmore? Yeah, he's going to be on Mount Rushmore. No, he's like, uh, like I said, he, we're at MSW Vitamin Lounge. He's the owner's kid. And the owner's just, like, so smart that Omar kind of got all of that, too. And so now he just doesn't really know what to do with it because he's a seven-year-old kid that no one wants to listen to. That's a picture of a cat. That's so nice. And yeah, he brought he brought props for the comedy. It was amazing. Yeah, getting back to the crib. Like, yeah. We, I think we were talking about this the other day. Me sleeping in a crib with four cats. Oh, my God. Sounds great. And then I was like, oh yeah, there's babies that die of that. So, okay, because I heard you mentioning this like at Vulcan or something and then you brought it up with Omar. Is this like a bit that you do? No, no, I, I literally, I said the 
crib part out loud right. I think the other week with you and then realized like man were my parents trying to like organize an accidental death smothering <laughs> yeah because that's like a normal thing for cats to accidentally like my dad's just loading the cribs with cats <laughs> like another one another one fuck four four cats which sounds really cute yeah, it does sound cute. Right. They said one at each bedpost. They said one at each corner. Oh, my gosh. And one time I put my dirty diaper on the cat. Oh, no. Shit my diaper, put it on the cat. Well, I guess you knew how to get your parents' attention. <laughs> yeah. Were Stop they kittens? To... I guess, yeah. I don't know. Like, growing up. Because, like, I know when I was a baby, my mom and dad owned a female dog that got pregnant at the same time my mom was pregnant for me. And so they had puppies while also having an infant child. And so they were just like, oh, yeah, you guys were like siblings. <laughs> so I grew up in a wolf pack. Wow. Yeah. So I'm such a bitch today. They ranked you equal. With the- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they kept one of them, but I was basically just their dog child. You're not a bitch today. <laughs> You're a kind person. I try. I like you. I try. Well, that's actually like one of the questions I ask some of the guests on here. Not do you like do you me? Have feelings for me? No, 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 no. It's uh, how long have we known each other? Two weeks. Right. Yeah. And how would like, are, like we don't? How well do we know each other? We hang. We've hung out a few times, right? Yeah, we had a good time at Vulcan. Right. Hanging over the rail and watching the show. Right. Um. And then we tried to shoot one of these podcasts with Jason last week. Yeah. And it was chaos. All bonding moments. Yeah. I just like to ask people that because sometimes, like, sometimes I don't, like, I don't know the guest at all. And so it's like, okay, how are we going to structure this conversation? Is this two friends getting together? Or is this, like, I'm interviewing you and I don't really know where to start, you know? Well, what have your other episodes been like? Have you been asking questions about their life? Or just talking about putting cases on babies? (laughs) Well, like for you, for example, like I do want to get into some of your like comedy career stuff. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're you're still a young guy and it's always cool for me to meet someone who is like close in age range that is doing the thing, right? I just got a flashback to a young guy. To a date I was on with a 42-year-old woman. It was a blind date. Oh, no. <laughs> blind date. So she was a, we'll get to stand-up in a second, but she was like a, a guest or, a, sorry, a contestant on The Bachelor. She was one of the women. Oh, shit. She was 42 from Calgary, my hometown. Okay. I worked in radio, so we were interviewing all these girls each week after they got booted off the show. <laughs> So I knew what she looked like. Her name was Sonia. Right. And uh, she didn't know what I looked like. I was 23, 22. And she was 42 when you went on the date? 21, maybe. Yeah. Oh, shit. And young looking 21. <laughs> like, this is just this last couple months, I started being able to grow in a beard at okay. 29. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I was looking young. And uh, blind date, she agreed to it. All The other radio like guys were pressuring it to happen. We meet at the bar. The first thing she says when she sees me, she goes, oh, you sounded older on the phone. (laughs) Strike one. Okay, strike one. We sit down. I order the Greek ribs. While we're waiting for the Greek ribs, she leans over the table at one point, pinches my cheek and says, you're so cute. Comes over the table. You're so cute. Is this still a date? And you just... (laughs) Strike two. Yeah. And then strike three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. Where the, every time she told me how early she had to get up the following morning. She no. really 
segued into every conversation. She's like, it's been wonderful out, nice and warm, right? And an yeah. early sunset, which I have to catch because I'm up early in the morning. Bitch. I'm up <laughs> real early in the morning. I have to be up so early. It kept getting earlier. It was, I have to be up at 7.30. At right. 7.15, I got to be up. <laughs> if I'm not up by 7, 6.30 hits and I'm not out of bed, I'm fucked. <laughs> I got to be at work at 6. She kept backing it up. Pushing it. I'm a little confrontational. And I went, hey, 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 I get it. You're not fucking me tonight. Right. I said, I get it. We're not having sex. I understand. Can we just enjoy the ribs? Right. And have a conversation? Yeah, this doesn't even need to be a date anymore. It wasn't. Just it wasn't fucking... the minute she said, oh, you sounded You're older so on the cute. phone. Oh. oh. So embarrassing. Dude, if she felt that way, like if I were in her position and I showed up to a date with a guy that I wanted to pinch the cheek of, I would have been like, this is done. We're, I'm leaving. <laughs> Like, the fact that she stayed is a little concerning to me. Yeah, how bad, like, how hard is she searching for a guy that she just came from a reality television show, booted off. Right. And then straight into a blind date with a 21-year-old, like, (laughs) somebody fuck this girl. Right. You know? (laughs) Somebody make her come because she is out. She's she's out of control. Was that pre-Tinder existing? That was, what, eight no. years ago? Tinder was around. No, Tinder would have been around. Yeah. yeah. But I guess maybe at that point it wasn't, like, quite as known as a hookup app yet. There was a time in there when Tinder was, like, a respectable way to meet someone. Kind of. Yeah? Like, right when it started. Or maybe it's just because I was, like, in I was young when it started. I was, like, in high school. Okay. And I just remember my friends and I downloading it because we thought it was funny and, like, making profiles and matching with people. And being like, wow, I can't believe people date this way. Like, I literally remember going on a trip for, like, a senior thing in high school. <laughs> and on the road trip, swiping on dudes that were, like, 25. Oh, fuck <laughs> those like, guys. It like, was, like, right after I turned 18. <laughs> I was so crushed when the hot girl in high school, we found out she was dating the goalie of the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, shit. Wait, and how I, many years difference is that? Well, you know... you. You can be young and still get into the league. The, yeah. the guy was, I think, 25. But still, if Devin you're... Dubnik. Devin Dubnik. 25 dating an 18-year-old? Like, seven years isn't a big deal once everyone's out of college. But if you're, like, 25 dating a high schooler... Right. And I don't even care if she turned 18 or whatever the right. case may be. Like, leave our chicks to us, man. <laughs> like, you're in the NHL, dude. Right. You're in the NHL. Dude. You should be trying to fuck Paulina Gretzky. Right. Not... <laughs> Stacy from, from homeroom. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, fucked yeah. up. That's I just remember feeling that way like when I started noticing like a lot of the I was friends with a ton of guys growing up. Like I was the only girl like in my neighborhood. <laughs> Fuck it, right? That's why she does comedy now. She's just friends with dudes. Um and that's not code word. <laughs> um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> but um, I just remember seeing like all my guy friends like starting to date the girls in the younger grades once we got to high school. Yeah. And it's not that I really wanted to date any of the guys, but I was like, hey, there's plenty of girls in our grade, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was like, come on, date the girls your own age. You're standing up for your yeah. You're the valedictorian for young whores. <laughs> Um, I was old the horse? I was the president of the thespian club, so wow, yeah. <laughs> what was that like? Take me through a day as the president Dude, of the thespian club. Oh, uh, we were like I I liked being a theater kid. Like it yeah. was. Well, here you are. You're making a living doing it. So, yeah, good thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was fun. I ended up majoring in it in college, which I got a, a real degree too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I liked it. And like when I was in high are school, are you using that real degree? I'm using both of them, yeah. Oh, like okay. the um, marketing. 
It's a, it was actually kinesiology, but um, I learned marketing after college. And I still say I would use the kinesiology degree because I do train some people. And you do some act outs on stage, yeah, right? That's kinesthetics. Yeah, it's just movement. Mm -hmm. And then uh, most of my marketing clients are in the health space. So it helps that I like know all the science stuff already. Okay. So um, even though it's more marketing, it's still relevant. Okay. Um, but yeah, theater, I love being in the theater like group when I was in high school because like at least at the time... I went to Round Rock High School, which is, like, right near here, and it was su such a weird conglomeration. Like, I know theater departments have the reputation of having just, like, the outcasts and the weird kids a lot of the time, and we definitely, like, were weird and had that, but okay. it was also, like, I feel like a lot of theater departments don't seem like everyone can actually do it if they want to. You know, they might say, like, anyone can come here, but then they're, like, they don't really like jocks or they don't really like, you know, certain groups of people as much as they might imply. Jocks that do theater? We had the captain of the swim team was very involved. Mm, is that a jock? <laughs> we had some is football swimming players. Jock? Football's jock. Yeah, we had some baseball guys, like, and we had, like, cheerleaders and, dra like, dragonettes were, the, like, the dance team. So, like, I don't know. I just liked that it seemed like literally anyone could be in it and be good if they wanted to be, you know? Okay. Um, so yeah, it just meant that I had a lot of friends in various groups and I, I was super into it, ended up being the president and got to play a lot of really fun roles and it was, it was just a good time overall, you know? Um, and I think like acting teaches you a lot about people too, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't get far into acting at all. I kind of just high school drama is about yeah. what I got under my belt, but well, that was I mean, probably the, what started me realizing I'm funny is drama. Did you have that first moment? Where you got like your first big laugh? Do you remember it? I would say that was in college. Okay. I took this is actually something I've thought about a lot. <laughs> nice. I had to take a comedy acting class in college. It was like one of the requirements. Okay. And this was like an old ass teacher. He clearly hadn't updated the course in forever. And one of the things that he would assign us was pick something that has a video of it on YouTube that's funny. It can be a music video, a scene from a show, a monologue from a play, you name it, stand up, you know, pick something and yeah. you need to recreate it as yourself and do it in front of the class. And then we'll watch the actual video and we'll compare the two and give you notes as to why yours was better or worse or whatever. And right. What did you choose? I did a set from Louis C.K. Oh, <laughs> pre-cancellation. Yeah, of course. But it was like one of the only clean sets I could find from him because he also like wanted it to be fairly clean. And um, do you remember what joke? It was the joke about how he decided he was never going to return his rental cars anymore because he like one time he accidentally parked it in the wrong area and he called the place and was like, "I'm sorry, I was about to miss my flight." You know, I, I just left the car here and they go, no, it's okay. We'll go get it. And he was like, so he just derailed it into this whole bit about like, I'm just going to leave it on the, on the highway and just fucking leave. And just like, he just gets all like ridiculous about it. And I'm cl clearly butchering well, it now. But one, one thing he doesn't do is like any moving on stage. So did you just like wear a black shirt with a cum stain on it? Like how did you <laughs> channel Louis C.K.? That one, from what I remember, he actually did act out some stuff because he's got a joke about how he's going to, like, leave the car rolling on the highway and just step out of it. And so he yeah. actually did, like, a little more act out. Um, but I did it, and the perf that was one of the performances that the professor was just like, that you nailed it. Good job. You have someone here. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, uh, we got IVs coming for us. Um, We're going to get hooked up right now? If you want. Is that what that, that was? Yeah. That's what the... 
Okay, for, good halftime. Yeah, we can pause it. And we'll be back plugged in. Yeah. All right. We're back. We got Nurse Doza plugging us in live on the podcast. Um, okay, we were talking about Brett in Austin, and I don't think we actually got to, like, discuss any of your crazy shit. Um, you almost got attacked by an alligator? Uh, crocodile. Crocodile. Right? Can we confirmation on that? 11-foot eleven foot crocodile? Yep. Okay, what even was... And right on cue, Gary just came back yeah. in with fried food to with our health clinic. gator skin boots. Gator skin boots. Oh, he got canes. He betrayed your Popeye's plan. Is that like the American... Uh, <laughs> what is canes? Uh... I don't like it, but I'm not a good vouch person for fast food. Nice. Am I dripping? Yep. There we go. Oh, yeah. Control. Slow it down, push it down. Slow it down, push it down. Brett's going to get jacked up. Yeah. <laughs> you asked for more testosterone. Yeah, so what, what did you... Uh... I put the Incredible Hulk semen. Incredible Hulk semen. <laughs> okay, which Hulk? Are we talking Ed Norton? She Hulk. She Hulk. <laughs> That's, I got news for you. That's not cum. That's, that's piss. That's piss. Right? Actually, the French did a study on that. Can we get into this briefly? So the French, God love them. They put a woman in an MRI machine and they, on an empty bladder. And then they started to stimulate her. That's who try and get her to squirt. Yeah. And they watched the bladder fill with liquid and then expel. So right. it's not like. It's fresh pee is what it's the answer fresh is. It's fresh pee. It's, it's like just liquid without a lot of urine in it. It's like, okay. right? Yeah. I mean, that's a good middle ground answer. No, I mean, it's no, the answer. It's, it's Well, no, but like the most people are like, is it pee or not pee? <laughs> it's not, it's, the answer is it's, it is and it isn't pee. Okay, so you got another right? study? No, no. I'm just saying like people were arguing whether it is or isn't pee. And the answer is like, yes, it's both. Yeah. Same yeah, area. there's definitely like ginseng in this because I just ta started talking about squirt immediately. <laughs> Brett was like, ever... boost my testosterone. Let's talk about squirting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but I seriously, I want to get into your like crazy Texas stories. All right. Well, I mean, we hopped in with an 11-foot croc yes. in the cage. The guy said no one's ever hopped in the cage before. It was also the first feeding of the year. Uh, <laughs> Do they hibernate? I said first feeding of the year. First in-person feeding, like oh. not just throwing chicken over the gate. Like gotcha. first time going in the cage. Right. And then uh, old clown shoes over here hops in and I go into the corner of the cage and he's got the chicken and the stick. He has a stick and a drumstick. Right. And there's an 11 foot croc in between us and I start slapping the ground with my foot. <laughs> And they're sensitive to vibrations. And he turns around. He looks at me. Right. Like Omar looked at me. <laughs> Just glaring. From out there. Yeah. And then he starts wiggling. No, and now the trainer goes, oh, that's not a good idea. <laughs> I go, that's not a good idea? He goes, nope. Gator ducks into the water, which, you know, that means he's, you can't pop see him. he's popping out the other side real quick. Right. He goes, leave now. Go, go, go. And I go around the edge of the pool and right. the gator comes out the other side you got lucky um i don't know i didn't it was a small maybe twice as big as this room four times as big as this room four of these but that means there wasn't much space for the gator to cross either no and yeah. and the cage is this tall so i had to crouch the whole time oh i didn't see that part it was a, i don't know 
we all dream of a Steve Irwin experience. <laughs> that was a bit of one. Yeah. My buddy in Canada lived with him for a whole year in Australia. Oh, lived shit. with that family. Really? Um, what, so what was the point of that? I couldn't tell the stories as good as he can, but Adam Ruby is his name. He's okay. a comedian in Canada. And he, uh, what a life experience that yeah. is. Yeah. Living with that family. He, had, he was wearing the same shirt every day, getting gator training from Steve. Just cause? Like, just because he's a fellow yes man. He says yes to weird shit. That's so cool. He goes to Republican rallies with, <laughs> with fucking Gary. this asshole over here. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that was a very Texan experience, too. It was great. You You're... guessed properly, like, who the, ar- who the secret guards were. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, mm-hmm. stood in front of 1,900. No, that's a lie. He didn't stand. Okay. <laughs> hey, <right? laughs> so, uh... <laughs> 1,900 people, and he was bragging. He was like, I'm more powerful than Putin. He said that at one point. I saw I'm that. more powerful than Putin. And they stood in their combat boots and applauded that man and, uh, and loaded a sniper rifle in the back. Like, no big deal. There, for a silent auction. What? It was a silent auction. And the guy's just like, like, break, breaking this thing. And I go, oh, I get the camera on immediately. I'm like, this is insane. Right. And I go, uh, you better be careful. This place is crawling with security detail. Right. And he goes, I know. He goes, I'm, uh, I'm professionally qualified. <laughs> he said professionally qualified. Right. Which means you're one of the security detail. Right. Got you. Yeah. Yeah, got you. That was fun. What else am I doing here? Just, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, reptile zoo, Republican rally, pregnancy scares, just the usual... <laughs> Things at gun shop, comedy show. Let's get to that. Let's oh, stay on yeah. that. Gary, yeah, Gary's trying to book me on that, and I keep being busy. I want to go at some point, though. Oh, you should. It's a good time. Yeah. And they're going to pay you this time. <laughs> you told me about that. Thank you for uh, <clears throat> ho- hooking that one up. <clears throat> so let's talk about that. Let's talk about business in Austin. <laughs> it's going to be a short conversation. <laughs> All right. Because there's not much of it. <laughs> We're getting a Canadian's perspective on how Texans are fucking everything up. Well, no, I just... There's little, should I say, like professionalism things that are because this, if this is Boomtown, which it is, in uh, more ways than one, tech, right. uh, comedy, right? Right. When you have a growth spurt, you're now the tall, lanky kid who's not filled in. Yeah. Right. You're still on the team because you're tall mm-hmm. and you can catch the ball, but you're gonna lose your spot soon if you don't put on some weight. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. And so this is a growth spurt city. And we're lanky out here. <laughs> and there's some gaps that need to be filled in. Right. And uh, so let's not get into the behind the fourth wall stuff. That shit would be boring. But I have seen some, like, hilarious shit. Okay, I saw a door guy at the comedy club bring a date to his shift. What? I'll say it again. <laughs> so, no, no, let's paint the picture properly. So there's a comic that this girl, she said she dated this door guy. Right. She's sitting beside me in the club. She goes, oh, my God, I dated that guy. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, couldn't care less. Right. <laughs> she goes, he's, he keeps bringing this girl by me. And he, he, was, he had this woman who was like 6'1", redhead. And he would walk by this girl. And <laughs> as he would, his hand would travel down the small of her back. No. Creep to her ass. And he'd give a little, <laughs> little eye contact <laughs> to be like, hey, I've moved on. Right. Check out this giraffe I picked up. 
at the safari. Right. Right? Like her pussy was eye level mm. with the old girl. Right. It was it was Zeta the Princess Warrior walking <laughs> through the club. Okay. Which is like wild, but not half as wild as what like this is a door guy who is working on shift. On shift and he has to be like, hey babe, come upstairs with me. I gotta tell some tables to be quiet. <laughs> Hold my hand. <laughs> They walk upstairs, and then he's got to <laughs> lean into a table and be like, "Hey, can you guys keep it down? I'm on. I'm on a date. I'm, like- <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my shit now." This comic is like destroyed by it. Like right. she was truly hurt by it, which made it even funnier. Right? Because you're like, "Bro, this guy's literally at work right now." <laughs> I. It was. He can't incredible. take you on a real date because he needs to make money during the date in oh, order to date you. What well, girl says yes to that? Uh, although it you is, know, look, it's a club and, you know, Rogan could be there at any time and I get it. But Actually, I don't. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, yeah. To me, it's just like, bro, take her on a real date. Like, I get, right. I like, look, I respect the hustle of having a door guy job for sure. Any job like that. But I would, don't think I would ever want my significant other to have to be there. Like, I don't even invite people I'm dating to my shows most of the time. Right. Because I'm just like, I, this is fucking, you'll see the same thing, you know, like. How long have you been in a relationship? Almost two years. Almost two years. Yeah. Not a comic, though. No. Okay, so I say the other day to Zach Bogus, uh, another door guy and comedian. Right. And I say to him, I'm like, man, so many comedians are dating each other out here. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, I'm dating a comedian. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It's great. It's great. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's what I mean. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so great. <laughs> I mean, not to shit on Zach. He's great. Yeah. Um, this is not shitting on him in particular. But you and I had that talk the other day where you're like, I don't date comedians. I was flirting with one recently. I had no idea she was a comic. Oh, she shit. Got I land here. I don't know anyone. Right. So this girl, and, and she said something really funny. She digged me. She made fun of me. Right. And I, that's attractive, I guess. I mean, right. maybe not to all men. But for me, I really like when a girl can... Right you know, drag me through the mud. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. And she did. She did it well. And I kind of cocked my head and was like, oh, cool. Like, interested. Right. And then I had to, she said something in a conversation that was like too industry. Yeah. She's like, yeah, what's the door? And I'm like, door? Oh, what is she saying door for? What is she saying door? Like, that's ticket sales to right. most people. And I'm like, hey, I said, before I flirt with you any further, <laughs> I said that. I said, well, before I flirt with you any further... Things were going great. We were right. scheduling dates and everything. Yeah. I go, are you in the industry at all? She goes, yeah, I'm a comedian. I go, hey. Uh, uh, <laughs> I got it. And it's over. Wow. And it was a little awkward. And now we're good. We're right. past that. Right? right. Yeah. So that's just a hard no. What? Strip club. Strip club. <laughs> what about it? Strip club. He just says strip club with a mouthful of chicken. <laughs> strip club. <laughs> strip club. <laughs> what? There's a story. There's a story of me. Oh, man. Well, I guess I got to tell it now. I feel like there's always... If Are you, you went, ta- Well, this was the night Alex Jones was at. Is this the story? Oh, shit. Yeah, we never got to get to that story. My first night here, I... Or not my first night, but one of my first nights, I have the pleasure of meeting Gary <laughs> with a mouthful of chicken and a tank full of gas. And we head down to the Red Rose. And what's great is at the time, uh, Gary was dating one of the strippers. Uh, at the time. <laughs> And so we walk in for free, and then all our drinks are put on her tab, too. It was incredible. Oh, shit. So she's doing a lap dance, <laughs> and we're literally pointing, like, that one. That one, put it on, on her, her tab. Yeah. 
And it's the guy that's reaching out with the 20s that's paid our drinks. Right. Limited time offer only. Gary blew it. But uh, during that night. <laughs> so during that night, uh, I'm, I'm actually watching Gary's drink. Right. He's in the bathroom. I'm not watching it very good because who comes by me real quick? Alex Jones with like a full 35 degree lean forward. Yeah. And his head is just like... Big, like full of booze. Right. And he's beelining it right for the bathroom. Right. And uh, so I'm like, oh my God, like I got to get eyes on Alex Jones. This is incredible. <laughs> Fuck Gary's drink. I leave it. And uh, Gary got roofied that night. Oh shit. No, no, he didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I go into the bathroom. I, you know, okay, stories that matter. Here we go. Here we go. Rolling. This time, because he's a celebrity, I gave him the courtesy of not posting no video or anything like that. I right. just wanted to get a shot of him in the club, just right. proof that he's there. Right. So that's what I did. I got a quick shot uh, of him. And in order to sell the reason why my phone was in the position it was to get the shot, I had a rag in my hand and I was wiping my mouth, right. pretending to wipe my mouth like this to right. get the phone here. And he like looked at me. And uh, I got, oh, fuck, sorry. got blood all over my mouth. Some guy punched me in the face. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that, but I had to say something. Right. He goes, oh, I'm sorry to hear about that, brother. <laughs> and, fuck, and, and he goes, where'd you get punched? I go, outside. He goes, how come? I go, I don't know. I guess I was talking to some guy's girlfriend. He thought I was hitting on her. He's like, oh, I'm really sorry to hear about that, brother. Oh. And he looked me in the eyes and was like, I could see the sincerity. He's like, right. oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> Well, that really sucks. He meant it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear about that, brother. And uh, and you take care of yourself. Look, fuck off. I was thinking it sounded like Hulk Hogan too. I'm sorry to disrespect your fucking Mount Rushmore guy here, okay? But I, I don't sit in my igloo in Saskatoon the... working on my Alex Jones impression. All right. So everyone back the fuck off. You missed the Mount off. Rushmore of Austin conversation. Holy shit. I'm sorry to hear about that, brother. <laughs> Hope the frogs don't turn you gay or whatever he says. There, you happy? I used his catch line. You prick, Gary. You're the one who got me into this situation. So I'm talking, and then these guys blow it at the urinal. They're like, oh, are you Alex Jones? And it's like, that's the... Bro, calm down. Like, yeah, he yeah. dismissed them quickly. Now, the reason I found out later that apparently Alex Jones gets uh, swarmed a lot by people, even attacked. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. So when I said I was attacked, that's why he was like... Oh, I understand. Right. It does suck to just get punched in the face for no reason. Right. I am sorry to hear about that, brother. <laughs> he literally does yeah. do that all the time. <laughs> and then uh, on his way back to his VIP booth, okay, he's tucked behind two curtains. One curtain and then another curtain. Okay. So you can't even get a glimpse. Yeah. When the one curtain moves, it's another curtain. Right. So you're like, what's going on back there? <laughs> <laughs> you got to hope for someone coming out and in at the same time if right. you're going to get a glimpse of the action. Right. Uh, and apparently there's a couple girls in there and it's a faux pas in the stripping industry to try to join if there's a celebrity or a high roller. Okay. Whichever girls sunk their teeth into them, they get the kill that night. All right. Because we were trying to get Gary's girl in there. Right. <laughs> so, oh. Sensor check. We're not done with the podcast yet. We're not done yet. with the podcast yet. <laughs> Thanks for checking, Omar. Close the door, Omar. We're doing a comedy podcast. Let's go ahead. 
Ooh. <laughs> yeah, Yikes. See, that's, and that's why I that's, do roll with Gary, because he makes decisions. You know what? Okay. <laughs> so. So. Oh, he fired us yelled. again. Um, so anyways, uh, he goes back. He's going back to He's going back to his curtain. Right. His two curtains set up. And uh, one of our uh, co-friends here gets in his way. Uh-oh. Ooh. And this is Alex Jones' security coming for me right now, this banging is... down the door. <laughs> yeah. Is... Oh, and they're coming oh. in. They're oh. using the lock. Oh. oh, I don't think we locked the door. You have to go just for 10 minutes, okay? Thank you. You just talk to him like an adult. Yeah. Right? Now Gary's going to go Gary's going to go beat him. Gary's going to slap Jeez. that child. <laughs> and his father's right next door. <laughs> We're good, Gary. Thank you. Oh, there we go. So, cool. I mean, the end of the thing is just our buddy... Uh, Chooses the wrong time to go up to Alex Jones, which is in the way, in that path. Oh, so they're like trying to. Yeah, he doesn't want to be stopped around people. And our guy gets in front of him and goes, hey, uh, I know so-and-so. Tries to do a stop and chat. Right. Unbelievable. Right. And uh, the security guard of Alex Jones just throws him right out of the way. (laughs) And Gary and I are watching the whole time. (laughs) You're just like, oh. Holy (laughs) shit, you blew it. And then the next night, Alex Jones is at uh, Kill Tony. And some girl from the crowd comes up and they're smelling her bare feet for some reason. You know, it's the Kill Tony show. <laughs> and uh, Alex Jones, it was not the one smelling her feet. But then after everyone, after the comic smelled it, he sits beside her and he just grabs her foot right off the ground and goes, oh. once and then back again. And 307 people on their feet. Yeah. Oh my God. I I'm, was pissed that I missed that episode of Kill Tony, by the way. It was a big one. Yeah. It was a big one. Yeah. Alex is great. <sighs> so, well, yeah, there's all the, cr- some of the craziness that I've done in, uh, in Texas. <laughs> and Gary always stands seen. up really fast like that and it scares me every single time. He looks like he's ready to go do some shit. Um, I wanted to ask you about, um, doing like just for laughs and things like that. Oh. Like, how, how long were you doing comedy before you got to do things like that? And then, so you got to record an album with them, right? Yeah, you know my metaphor I just gave of having a growth spurt and being really skinny? Right. That's what I am in comedy as well. Okay. I was just thinking about this the other day of like, so I've been doing this just over five years. Mm -hmm. Started in like 2016. And uh, the only thing I've done well is how fast I've done it, I feel. Right. (laughs) I got to start headlining and touring Canada three years into stand-up. Wow. And that was about as fast as it's been done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and wasn't bombing. Like, was had the time. It was doing it. Right. And then, you know, COVID hit. Still have the time. Still got it. But now it's like, I got to fill out. Right. I got to really get my chops and do that kind of stuff that comedians talk about. Like, finding your, your voice. Mm-hmm. Not just your hour, your hour and a half. Right. Voice so that you can talk about anything and it's funny. Right. And uh, so that's, you know, part of what I'm trying to do. And I'm glad I came down here to get on the hamster wheel and be able to try it. I cannot do it in my country. And when I do go back, I'm going to be starting the tour again, which means I have to hit the ground running doing 45-minute sets. So I'm glad I'm here working out the muscle so I can go do it. Just for laughs, to answer your question, I got in 2020 Mm. and 2019. 2019 was New Faces. Yeah. New Faces Canada. Okay. It's a different show than yours. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. And guess which show the agents 
go to? The U.S. one. Yeah. <laughs> there is, we perform in the same theater, 700-seat theater in Montreal. Yeah, because I knew the U.S. one was Montreal, too. Yeah. I didn't know they separated whether you were Canadian or U.S. The lineups, yeah. That's so annoying. So you get to do it, and your little press box here with all the insiders, yeah. full. Next night, partying. <sighs> They're all out partying. Yeah. Because the festival is crazy. The whole street, the whole city goes nuts. Oh, I'm sure. So um, nothing came out of that. Right. Other than, you know, it's just a credit, something you can say when you're walking on stage. Right. But uh, then I got Just for Laughs Northwest, it's called, which is the Vancouver version of what they do in Montreal. Gotcha. It's a little newer. Yeah. And then that's where I got to tape a 10-minute uh, special for TV. Nice. And then it got pulled as soon as my uh, joke that offended people but, okay, yeah. so if you're shooting a special like that, it's 10 minutes, and you said it's for TV, it clearly had to cross some sort of cleanliness threshold, right? No, it wasn't material that I did on that. that oh, taping. okay, so it was another it was joke that you did. just who I am as a person. <laughs> yeah, CBC took minutes. Because everyone started tagging on Twitter, CBC actor Brett Forte. They didn't even look into it. Right. They saw that I had a CBC credit, and they just assumed I was an act. They, they tagged CBC enough times for them to be like, we're done with this guy. So this was a separate joke that got posted later somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's, that's gone. That's ridiculous. That's off TV. That lasted on TV about six months. And then wow. And it was gone. And uh, Well, you still have yeah. the album available, right? Okay, so the album is like a compilation album. Uh, me and a few other Albertan comics okay. are on. Uh, but that's still out. Yeah, JFL cool. didn't drop me. Only okay. CBC did. That's so weird. And my co-host of my podcast and <laughs> my girlfriend and my... Glad I could bring the energy down and ask about that one. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Well, I mean, uh, in a way, you only want to work with like-minded people. Right. So the people that left obviously were not like-minded. True. And I, I had an album, like my actual album, my actual just all me. Yeah. I had a deal in place with uh, a record company. And... They were so free speech before that. It's mm. like how we bonded. Yeah. The guy himself, the president, got in trouble over a tweet because he works with Nickelback. Oh, shit. So it's Nickelback's record company. Yeah. And they're like the name drop. They don't do any of the work. Chad Kruger doesn't do the work. It's this president that does. And he tweeted one night at a Grammys or something like, oh, I'm sure we would have won if we had like a black chick and a lesbian in our band. You know, something along that line. Right. Like, we needed more diversity. Right. right. He got this Twitter storm. He said he had to go quiet for two years. Jeez. Anyways, he was like trying to show that he understands how bad cancel culture is. And this was before my joke got canceled. Right. And then uh, it did. And he completely backed out of it. Jeez. And so. Uh, a big name behind you so now you just have to release it on your own mm -hmm. which seems to be the path anyways right so who cares i mean if you have the ability to produce well not even self-produce it but like you said just post it to your website or post it to yeah whatever you have control over it does seem like it's a lot better long term because then no one gets mad at you if you say something or do something that upsets them um, I want to honestly release my album as an NFT, but only one. Only one? Just one dude gets my album, and that's it. Dude. It, that's it. Instant millionaire. 
honestly, you get it. <laughs> like that's, I mean, that is how a lot of artists are making a shit ton of money. Just one copy. One copy. Because <laughs> all these other NFTs, they say they're, and then, but they're not. They have all these copies, copies. of themselves. Yeah. That defeats the purpose of this one of one shit. Right. <laughs> that's like, that's like people, like, like print artists, like art artists will do, you know, like, 250 copies of a thing and then it's like once those are gone they're gone but that just seems yeah. like what people are doing with nfts now is like the whole point of an nft is supposed to be there's one right but they're just turning it into like you said there's 250 of them which still creates some scarcity but it wouldn't be as fun as selling one copy of your album for like a million dollars you see what the nba is doing no um so youtube clips eight second dunk by lebron james 250,000 American. What? And it's not the only one. There's like 10,000 of the, or maybe, sorry, maybe that one there's like 500 of, okay? Yeah. 500 of. But also, it is a clip from YouTube. So it is And they available. just turned it into an NFT? Right. What the fuck? So they do a little couple edit jobs on it, put yeah. an NBA logo on it, put it in a story fashion, 9 by 16 Yeah. You can bid on it, you can resell it, and people do. And, and it's insane. It's insane. That's wild. $100 booster packs you get to pick like six cards. Oh, well, and that's the next thing, up. right? Like creating cards, but they're just digital token cards instead of baseball cards or whatever. Like that's a similar thing, that's right? That's what it is. That's... Except the card moves now. It shows you the play instead of just a, it's a Harry screen. Potter. Yes, <laughs> it is Harry Potter. That's wild. Like... Can you imagine spending that much money on a video of someone dunking a basketball that you can find on YouTube? You, okay, and it's like crypto. It's like you only want to do it to make money. You're not doing it to own that right. thing. You're doing it to get into the craze and hopefully resell it for higher, just right. like crypto. Right. People. So you're saying right now it seems like people are buying those NFTs that are ridiculous and then reselling them. Yes. And that's and it. eventually a lot of people are going to be left holding the bag. Right. <laughs> bag holders. Jeez. Would you, like, would you legitimately try and release an album as an NFT, though? Like, not just one copy, but, like, would you try doing that at some point? Uh, no, I, I'm usually turned off by anything that's new or trending. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't want to contribute to it. My way of doing it is almost sarcastic, and it's a right. fuck you to the industry. Well, the stories that matter. Yeah, I would <laughs> like it if only really one person got it. Yeah. But where I am, though? As this tall, lanky, <laughs> metaphorical comedian, I would command maybe, if I'm lucky, $4,000 someone would buy it for, <laughs> which is hardly a story, you know? Right. And if I was a higher-ranking comedian, yeah, they could fetch, you know, a million or something like that. Right. And then it's a story. But if I do it, I, it's a bad business decision. I think that's a good career, career goal to get, though. She's like, I want to get to the point, like you said, I want to get to the point where people recognize me so I can't secretly record anymore. And I also want to get to the yeah. point where someone is willing to spend a million dollars on my fucking NFT special. That's a great goal. That's a career goal. Yeah. I think that's that's it. Well, I'm back here more full time in October. Oh, cool. You're coming back. to uh, achieve that goal alongside you. Yeah. yeah. We're going to watch out for our EP. It will be an NFT. Mm-hmm. And it'll be more acronyms. <laughs> yeah, EPNFT. Yeah. Um, yeah. And TTYL. TTYL. Um, Brett, where can we find you on the internet? Just Instagram is my main uh, and my only thing that I really do. So Brett, Brett Forte. Brett Forte. 
Hell and, yeah. And my website, if you want to check out those uh, Just for Laughs tracks or anything else I'm up to. Hell yeah. Thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you. <laughs> Woo! Thank you.